0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second, Today's spotlight, we're going to spotlight the incomparable Lina Machado. Aloha, Leon, and aloha, Mana. If you folks want to talk story, just raise your hand, okay? And I'll bring you to the stage. Um, Otherwise, I'm going to bulldoze forward (laughs) with some Lina Machado information. Um, One of Hawai'i's legendary singers, Lina Machado, is considered one of the most important influences ever on Hawaiian music. Lina recorded albums for Victor, Columbia, Brunswick, and Decca, and earned the title of Hawaii's Songbird in a career that spanned 50 years. She wrote both the music and lyrics for some of Hawaiian music's most recognized songs. Some of her compositions are published here for the first time, or you're going to hear it here for the first time, actually. Hope you folks are all having a great night. and hope the sound is OK fix the volume a little bit. Um, and please go ahead and raise your hand if you'd like to come to the stage. I'm having trouble inviting people up. Oh, there we go. Aloha, Lian. I hope you're having a good night. <laughs> hey, Aloha. So the very first of the songs I'd like you to hear is called Holao. And we just heard it, but I didn't get to introduce it properly. Let me get this out here. Ha Uruvehi vehi oi a lehu. See how holau market was open in 1936 at 902 Kekau Street. Still still um the gates still stand there for the market if you um, get near 902 Kekaulike Street down in Chinatown. It's Jess Makai of the Older O'ahu Market on the corner of Kekaulike and King Street. Um, she was commissioned to compose this song. Um, although it was composed as a singing commercial, it sounds like a love song because of what she does with her voice, it says here. Right from the start, Holau was a popular song it might have been popular because of the people who knew Holal Market, but I think that it was kept its uh, it has kept its appeal because of the sensuality of Aunt Elena's voice. Although the melody was composed as a singing commercial, it sounds like a love song because of what she does with her voice. Her falsetto leaps and ha'i, her trills, her up and down, up and down. Ha'i is the break in the voice when you switch from full head voice to falsetto. So there's always a little break, yeah? That's what they call the ha'i. Um, in fact, many people today who don't know their Hawaiian language or haven't really paid attention to the words of holau think this is a song for a beautiful place where lovers enjoy delicacies of a different kind. They listen to her, get lost in the romance of her voice, get stuck on one or two phrases like nani ikamaka kamaka and ono o kapu'u, and find themselves off in another world and a completely different interpretation. Auntie would get a kick out of this so-called kauna. She would just love it. And it's um, translated pretty simple. Proud holau, how festive you are, a marketplace decked out for the multitudes. (laughs) So beautiful and sleek of design, so very fresh and appealing, unsurpassed is the beauty of that enclosure, sparkling brightly. So splendid to the eyes when looked upon because of the skillful hands of experts. It will attract throngs of people, for there is food here that the palate craves. Let's try and see if we can start this from the beginning. So this is Ho Lao, about the marketplace, performed by Kimo Alama Keolana and Le Hulu. So that is Holau about the marketplace, 902 Kekaulike and King Street. Um, let me see here. Lina Kaulumau Waialeale Ale was born in Pauoa, Honolulu, Oahu, on October 16, 1903, into a rapidly changing Hawaii, one in which we were still adjusting to the newness of having become a territory of the United States one in which Queen Oklani was very much alive and loved by her Hawaiian people. Aunt Delina was raised speaking English, Hawaiian, and Chinese at the Lu Pan home on an unpaved gravel road off School Street in Lower Nu'uanu. The place was something of a family compound with the Davis sisters and their Ohana living nearby and with family taro patches and connecting Aoi surrounding the row of neat houses that lined what is now Frog Lane. It's so frog lane in Luwano, I guess. And awai are the streams that we build to um, bring water to the garden, um, flowing water,
1: yeah?
0: Auntie Lina's early childhood found her imitating the chanting of kupuna, who were noted for their breath control and the high-pitched vocal leaps called ha'i. She loved to yodel and play with makeshift ukulele assembled with rubber bands and discarded roof shakes. Her adoptive mother, Mary Davis Lupin, was infuriated by such unproductive behavior. She refused to countenance this death chanting and took away Lina's makeshift instruments at every opportunity. Auntie Lena's entertainment career got its start in her late teens when she was discovered singing in a mango tree by Mr. Marian Mulroney the manager of KGU radio station. He asked her to audition for an on-air stint, and she did so well that he signed her to a professional contract. Lena was on her way. Soon, she was accepting offers to tour the US continent with groups of Hawaiian musicians and dancers. Her first tour was with the William F. Aldrich troupe, whose job was to provide live music for a Hawaiian island travel film that Aldrich had photographed. Her next job was with the Balbin Cats organization, whose chain of sumptuous Chicago-based theaters provided Antonina with an early opportunity to polish her stage skills in grand settings before large, upscale audiences. The next song I'd like to play for you is called Nale'o Hawaii, and she goes from island to island, naming the special flower that belongs to each island, like the lehua for um, Hawaii Island, the Lokilani um, rose from Maui and the surrounding islands, Nahonoa, Pi'ilani, and O'ahu with the Ilima, and Kauai with the Mokihana. So let's see how she weaves um, these lyrics together to make poetry. Mm-hmm. o Hawaii, composed and sung by Lina Machado herself. Again, she's born in 1903, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, the turn of the century, October 16, 1903. Um, The next song I'd like to play, composed by Lina Machado and sung by herself, is Kamalani O Keau Kaha. Kamalani means favored child. Antilina used this word as an expression of endearment for the people of the district of Kyokah on the island of Hawaii. She made frequent musical tours of the island, raised money for different Hawaiian communities and churches, and she was greeted in different ways on each of her stops. She said the people of Hilo, especially those of the Hawaiian hopes, dead lands in Keokah, were among the most loving and appreciative of hosts. On one of her early visits to this district, the people of Keaukaha lined the road in welcome and called out their aloha as she drove by. She said the puahala trees were in bloom and that the perfume of Hinano and puahala filled the air. Hala is the tree that we make our weavings from, our hats and our mats. and I guess you can call them blankets for the use use of the mats sometimes, or like blankets. And it's called... The tree is called puhala. Um, The fruit on the male tree is called hinano. And um, the fruit on the female tree is puahala. I believe that's how it works. Um, She had to stop and pull over because the people were holding up lay of maile and carnation for her. She had these flowers. She said these flowers had a beautiful, sweet fragrance that was unlike carnations from anywhere else in Hawaii. They were grown in Keokaha by the people of Keokaha, and the Kamalani were proud of this distinction. She said these people followed her from appearance to appearance on the east of Wa'ileg of her tour, and her heart was filled with appreciation for their hospitality. It usually took quite a while for Lina Machado to turn an experience into a song. A song like Puamamane, for example, was composed from an experience that was more than 10 years old. The same thing is true for Ho'onanea. But Kamalani O'Keokaha is different. She wrote the song within a year or two of returning from the Hawaii Island tour. Let's see what the English says. Beautiful is the fragrant flower, so sweet to the nose, a fragrance drifting through the puhala groves. My bosom is warm by the scent of this sweet le, joined together with loving hospitality. Carnation entwined with small-leafed maile, such is the harmony of steadfast love my sweet one, my fragrant lay of this place, wooing the favorite one of Kiao Kamalani of Kiao I'd like you to hear a modern version of that song by Kimo Alama, Kiaolana, and Lehulu and see if you can hear any difference. was Kimo Alama Keolana and Lehulu performing Kamalani o Keokaha. Auntie tour of Hawaii Island was part of an effort to reconnect with her own people. I think she needed to know how they felt about her. I think she needed them to tell her that she was still true to her Hawaiian roots. The reception that she got at Keokaha, all that love, really helped her to feel good about herself. So I think the song came quickly to her as a way of expressing her thanks. For that reconnection you could tell this was an important song to her because she started off a lot of her concerts with the phrase "Nani ona ona I ka'ihu. she opened with either kamalani naleo hawaii or moku o kiawe because these songs told her audience right away this is my hawaii these are my people and here is my spiritual connection to both I'd like to play a song called Ho'onanea for you next. Um, ho- ho'onanea means to be completely satisfied and relaxed. Well, that's what nanea means. And to ho'onanea, means to be. So, um, nanea by itself just means relaxed and satisfied. Um, that's the name of my house, Ho'onanea. And it's one of uh, the most favorited Hawaiian songs of all time, composed in 1935. Let's listen to her sing it, the 1935 version. it's a little it's a little bit sped up for the recording on records because you got to make that time yeah um what is it three minutes and 20 seconds or so something around that um, number when they recorded they went to the radio stations at this time to do their recording to have their records cut by a special type of needle that cut into the lacquer of the record and they often didn't have different um, channels and the fancy stuff we have today, so they have to stand around a microphone and make their sound somehow balance and mix that way. Um, hoonanea, lose yourself here in my arms. I long to drink deeply of love. My love wells up on this one night of trembling anticipation. The soft light of the moon reveals our swaying dance. The summary is told, or the story is told. Of longing to drink deeply of love all right the next melee i'd like to present to you let's see what we got here is Kao o Hamai it's a story about somebody coming home to their loved one and finding the door locked and looking through the keyhole discovering what's going on inside the room it is an affair being had um, so that's what this song is about. o Hamai. It's also called the Kiho Hula. Aloha to Melissa Praerierna and Pua Lilia and to Leon. Aloha to you all. Thank you for joining us as we examine on Spotlight the composer and singer Lina Machado. Antilina machado and her soaring falsetto soprano um, and her own song kau o also known as the keyhole hula now i told you that was about a woman coming home to find her um, other half her boyfriend or husband fooling around on her with the door locked she could only see through the keyhole and was born in 1903 so you could see through keyholes back then <laughs> So don't um, mind the hissing. The hissing is from the records being digitized. It can't, it can't be avoided. So it's an authenticity of the records being flipped and, again, digitized. Let me see what it says here of Kau'ohamai. Most people think that Kau'ohamai was a personal experience, something that happened to Antelina herself. But this isn't the way she explained it to us, says her adopted daughter. Mai Lohi Lohi Mai Oe, ho'onanea, and and hamai were all composed in sequence as part of the same storyline. These songs describe things that were either told to Aunt or that happened to people she knew. And she strung the events together into a three-part love story. Love Enjoyed, Love Won, no, love, won love Enjoyed, and Love Lost. In My Lohi Lohi, a young lady extends an invitation to someone she is interested in. This invitation is full of promises of joy and pleasure. The two get together in Ho'onania, which we just heard um, previous to this, and share a relaxing moonlit encounter that sends them soaring like birds. But later in Kaʻō Hamai, the young woman discovers that her love affair is over. All of her sweethearts, endearments and promises of you are my only, my one and only, and in infidelity. And Talena said that Kaohamai was something that happened to a female friend of hers. She said that this young woman's boyfriend had invited them over to his place. When they got there, the door was going on. Why had he asked her over and locked her out? They knocked and knocked, called and called, but no one answered. So her friend took a peep through the keyhole. And to her surprise, not only was he at home, there was also a woman in there with him. Now they knew what was going on. Her poor friend was disconsolate. But as Auntie Lena said in her 1962 recording of the song, ladies, it's not the first time and it won't be the last. So even in 1962, this was happening. <laughs> the English says, I shook and shook the knob of your door, but it wouldn't open. It was locked from the inside. I peered into the key- keyhole your ihu kapu was being kissed repeatedly. Now, um, when we say ihu in Hawaiian language, that means to honey or kiss each other, yeah? So that's the place that we touch. Um, it's like our noses, but not really. It's that area, your nose and your mouth touching is, is a honey. And when you talk about ihu kapu, that means your ihu has been made taboo, in other words, Nobody else should be accessing it. (laughs) Thus ends my song of your cheating ways. They leave my eyelashes damp with tears. Thus ends my song of your cheating ways. You locked yourself away but told me to come over. Some people say that Aunt just uses that as an excuse to... um, uses the excuse that these happened to other people in her life to not upset her husband who was very jealous. And so some people say this did happen to her um, and the way she composes the song it sure seems like she did go through these experiences herself um, here's a cute little number called a Cool baby hot cha cha and no doubt it was a reflection of the times this song <laughs> The English says, oh my baby, with my feathered boa. How's it with you? Teasing so nonchalantly. Where's the tail end, flapping to the beat of hot cha-cha? Antelina first performed Eku'u Baby Hot Cha Cha in 1935, everybody was thinking, where in the world did she come up with this? But she wasn't afraid of creating something different, a Hawaiian rumba beat. And she always acknowledged Xavier Cugat and Tito Puente as the source of her inspiration. She was traveling throughout the mainland in the early 30s, mostly in New York and Chicago before coming to the West Coast in L.A., Especially, she met up with a lot of Latin entertainers. Kuga and Puente were doing their Hollywood thing at the time. They were the kings of the rumba and the mambo, and she just adored their music. She said that their rhythm changes, their instruments, and their vitality brought a feeling of joy into her life. So she composed something with the same rhythm and joy, not to make fun of what she heard and saw, and not to put aside her being Hawaiian, but to celebrate the way that two different cultures could respect and enjoy each other. So in this song, she uses a feather boa to to do what feather boas do, and that's to flirt with. (laughs) So so she describes a feather boa and how it shakes and and the end flips and flaps and whatnot. um, pretty much as a song to flirt. The next song I want to share with you is My Lohi Lohi My Oi. It means Don't be late, come to me. That's the vibraphone. do not sleep well at night because of all the stirring feelings inside me Where my emotions cause me to toss and turn endlessly There is one thing I love, it is your voice, my love It moves me to come close for relaxation and enjoyment Where are you, my sweetheart, the one I cherish so, for you are the one I love The one who arouses my innermost feelings, a steel guitar solo My lohi lohi my oi In English, it says, "Where are you, my sweetheart, the one I cherish so? For you are the one I love, the one who arouses my innermost feelings." My lohi lohi my is supposed to be part of this. People told her a story sequence, but I don't know. Maybe her own experiences had something to do with it. For example, I can think of my lohi lohi my as being connected to another of Antolina's songs, Kuvaliili her Raging Hormones song about being 16, getting all dressed up and going to that St. Louis College fair in the River Street area. She said that everybody there was paying attention to her, to this tall, well-dressed young lady who showed up out of nowhere, and the eyes of the men made her feel like she was attractive and desirable. So maybe this feeling led to a specific invitation that later inspired inspired her song. Maybe she actually met someone there, to whom she said, my lohi lohi mayoi, don't hesitate come. Auntie Lina copyrighted this song in 1935, but it is in the public domain right now as we speak. <clears throat> and I think she composed it in early 1930s when she was already married to Uncle Lou. My best guess is that she actually composed it for Uncle Lou, because it sounds a lot like what she felt for him and what she later wrote for him in A Aloha No, and maybe Lei Kiele. In these three songs, she refers to Uncle Lou as her lay, as a voice that she loves, and as the cause of sleepless nights and churning emotions. She was away from him so much, you know, when she was touring and she missed the warmth of his being right next to her. You can see the same context, language, and emotion in mai lohi lohi oe. Well, if it wasn't composed for him to begin with, it sure made sense to make it composed for him (laughs) after they got married. Here's another one, holova apa. Holova apa translated means the movement of the canoe as it glides over the surface of the ocean. Holova apa. <laughs>
1: Me alle i mali
0: Aloha all. Thanks for joining us. Aloha Melissa, Kremena, Ricochet, Prayerna and Leon. And aloha to Pua Lilia who is just here too. Composed and sung by Lena Machado and her group. We heard My Lohi Lohi My Oi previous. Next song I'd like to introduce to you is Moani Keala Onapua Makahikina, which was the name of the voice of the narrator that I'm reading from, is her adopted daughter, Lina Motas. And um, this song was composed for her, and that's her Hawaiian name, Moani Keala Onapua Makahikina, which loosely translates into the sweet fragrance of the flower from the west Makahikina is that right? No, from the east Makahikina. Let's hear how it goes. nei That sounds like a steel or a fiddle. Probably a steel. Yeah, probably a steel guitar.
1: au un
0: A song honoring her adopted daughter, Sally Wood, I believe was her name. It says here, once a high-ranking Samoan chief went to visit the center, Polynesian Culture Center, and Auntie Sally, where she worked there, Um, asked Auntie to be there as a representative for Hawai'i and to sing for the Samoan delegation. Auntie made a big impression on these people. They had never heard a voice like hers before and they were very interested in training a Samoan Lina Machado or Alfred Apaka to sing their own native songs. They held a special concert for her later and they honored her with a Samoan name and lei of painted seeds and feathers that were unlike anything she had seen before. The bond between Auntie Lina and Auntie Sally was strong enough that Auntie Sally felt comfortable asking her for a favor. She said to Auntie Lina, you know, I've never heard my name in a song. Do you think you could make a song for me? So Auntie Lina said, oh my goodness, you know, I've never done anything like this before, but I'll try. That was the result of that request. Auntie Lina said that writing Mawani Ke'alaunapuwa Makahikina was really hard for her, but she was able to do it because she knew Auntie Sally well and because they talked with each other about some of the things that would go into the composition. Auntie Lina made sure that she included Auntie Sally's long Hawaiian name, and she also tried to convey the image of light shining on someone who is loved and revered. The song says that Auntie Sally is like a fragrant blooming flower. Both the sun and moon illuminate her beauty and define her as a puahone ikapoli, and as a pua uma uma. The mauma. puahone ikapoli is a Pua, a flower caressed by the heart, and a, a pua kau mauma, same thing, but this is like a physical holding and caressing to the chest. Yeah, pua kau mauma, a flower placed in the heart. She is so sweet and appealing to the heart. She is someone we hold in close embrace. Angelina's song was four verses long. Aya, mayao. Maka and and Puana Someone wrote an extra verse and, and inserted it before Puana. Um, I don't know who says um, Lena's adopted daughter because they said that the song was too short to describe Auntie Sally's personality, or because Auntie Sally herself asked for an extra verse or something like that. Joan Lindsay mentioned this to me after she was. She had performed the song for a function that is held every year at the Polynesian Culture Center in Auntie Sally's memory. Is Kumuhula still alive today? She said that Cy Bridges was playing for her and asked, Isn't there another verse? And Joni said, No, this is all that we know of. But Cy said, No, there is another one. So later on, Joni asked me about it and I told her, No, Antonina did not write a fifth verse for this song. Someone else must have done it, I said. They can add to it, as long as they don't credit it to Auntie Lena, and as long as it's nice. It says, here I am, Moanikialo Nāpua Makahikina, flower appealing sweetly to the heart. Your eyes seem to say it is right here that we will sway. The light of the moon has shown that you are the flower placed on my heart. The story is told of the beauty, Moanikialo Nāpua Makahikina, a flower appealing sweetly to the heart. One of her most famous songs uh, translates in English to heavenly beauty. It's U'ilani. When Uncle Luciano Machado was in his last years as a detective with the Honolulu Police Department, he befriended a younger policeman and frequently invited the man and his wife over to our house. They were the Sheathers, William and Sophie. Sophie was a vai vai ole girl, and Auntie Lina was familiar with her family. And she and Sophie quickly became good friends, too. When the Sheathers' first child was born, they asked Auntie Lina if she could compose a song for the baby girl. Her name was Dani U'ilani, and when her parents brought her over to visit, Auntie paid close attention to the way they interacted, father, mother, and daughter. The song U'ilani was inspired by this careful observation, by Auntie ability to put herself into the shoes of those loving parents and to address U'ilani as if the darling little girl were Auntie's own gift from heaven above. When you hear the song without knowing this background, you can't help but think that it was composed for Auntie's own daughter and that Auntie's powerful emotions are those of mother for child. As it's been said before, Auntie Lina had an amazing talent for concentrating on her subject, for becoming what she was writing about. I think this is especially true in a song like Uilani because of Auntie Lina's inability to have children of her own. When she and uncle lou were in perhaps the second year of their marriage they got into a bad car accident they were driving on wilder avenue at twilight when one of those old fords with big headlights came weaving down the road uncle lou called out a warning pushed Antelina down on the floor swerved off to the side and tried to push himself away from the steering wheel but the ford picked up speed and hit them anyway the impact drove the engine of uncle lou's car back through the firewall and into Antelina. She was pinned on the floor beneath the steaming engine, and she had to be pulled out from the front end of the car. She was badly burned on both arms and suffered injuries to her lower torso. Those burns left her skin crinkled up and with a slight green tinge. This is why she never went sleeveless for the rest of her life. Why her holoku, the Hawaiian dress, always went down to her elbows. Her lower body injuries were another matter. They were probably a big part of why she couldn't have children. Antelina was in the hospital for a long time after the accident. She bore its effects for the rest of her life, but she never felt sorry for herself or thought of her scars as a handicap. You couldn't tell that anything had happened to her if you didn't actually already know. She would just stand there in her carefully made holoku and sing. As far as not having children was concerned, well, she adopted all of us in Hanai fashion and wrote special songs like Uilani. Lani. People liked U'ilani right away. They always asked for it when Auntie Lina performed, and it became quickly one of her signature songs. They liked it in part because of its simple words and loving sentiment. Families with children identified immediately with the flower bouquet image of poke puamai ole, which means, what does that mean exactly? It means an unfading unfla- flower bouquet Oh yeah, poke means bokeh. You're an unfading flower bokeh for your grandparents. And with the descriptions of irresistible beauty and sweetness, the other reason people liked this song was the wild range of its notes, wide range of its notes, and the way that Angelina's voice, especially her leaps to the high parts, gave so much feeling to her words. Let's listen to a couple more. I think we have one more of Auntie lena Machado's song to share for her spotlight on traditional Hawaiian music. Um, this one's called Kaulana o Hilo Hanakahi. Every one of these songs are very famous in Hawaiian culture. So this is a very famous song about Hilo. Um, when we mention the chief Hanakahi, uh, it recalls his... Good nature and his ability to care for his people. So the Chief Hanakahi of Hilo is remembered in poetry always when we say Kaulana o Hilo Hanakahi. Famous is Hilo of the Chief Hanakahi. That's what we're referring to, um, his good nature and his ability to rule his subjects so that they are happy and uh, subsistent, able to feed themselves and just a period of goodness was his rain. So, kaulana o hilo hanakahi. Ka nani o Panaeva, That means the beautiful lehua flower of Panaewa. Kaumaila ikala. Placed high above, near the sun. Like when you're looking up at the trees, I guess. The flowers look like that. Meki kili hune And the kili hune rain of hilo. Gently falling on its petals. Kaulana o hilo hanakahi.
1: i the going
0: Song that still proclaims the goodness of an ancient chief Hanakahi for the district of Hilo. Um, it even mentions Maunakea, Maunakea, uh, kau eka ohu. That means mountain placed upon, placed high upon the clouds. Hoopua um, kea ili. It means to bloom with whiteness um, that's from the snow on the mountain yeah now we approach the last song of this presentation I'm gonna go ahead and uh, post a link that will lead you to Lena Machado recordings if you're interested on iTunes and Spotify and see if I can also include a biography of Lena Machado in the links but I want to thank all of you for joining me today in this Hawaiian spotlight of Lina Machado. Am I still in the room? Yes, I am. (laughs) Um, Please add the Pila Club to your um, follow list if you don't follow the Pila Club yet. But we often have ukulele lessons and um, for all stages from beginner to advanced as well as pop-up traditional Hawaiian music spotlights like this one here on Lina Machado. Um, we've done spotlights on the Aloha Pumihana Serenaders, the Lehulu Trio, and uh, many others to come. So please add yourself to the Kani Kapila Club so you can get notified when we do have pop-ups or when um, we do have scheduled events. We'd really appreciate that. And I want to send my Aloha to you, Melissa, Kremena, Prayerna and Leon. Uh, Although uh, we are not large in numbers, this is a very niche kind of um, uh, presentation. So I appreciate your folks' presence and the time you take to spend here, because time is something we cannot get back, no matter how much money and gold and riches we have in the world, you cannot buy one second back. So I appreciate your time that much. It is um, invaluable. Thank you. The next song and last song I'm going to play for the night is for a mother, for Lino Machado's mother in particular, and it's simply entitled Mom, and it's in English, so we don't have to translate it. Thank you again for joining us. After this, um, I'll play the whole set through without any commentary if you want to stay and listen again, Um, and you can enjoy thank you again for joining us please add me and add kani kapila club to your follow lists. all right aloha this one is entitled mom that's our final that's our final song for tonight with commentary anyway i'll go ahead and play the list through again of the entire album which you can find on spotify or itunes if you want to add to your or start your hawaiian music collection Lina machado is a great place to start Um, she's recording during a time when records are cut in the radio station studio and um musicians have to stand around one microphone to somehow get a good mix and they have to make the time on the record because the record only goes for three minutes and 20 seconds or so i believe i got to check on that but there's a time limit on how long they can um, perform so some of these songs are sped up like it should be a little bit slower even mom should be a little bit slower but um aloha to melissa keiko crimena and leon thank you for joining us if anybody has questions or want to make a comment feel free to raise your hand, and I'll bring you to the stage. But um, I will be happy to play through the whole list of songs without commentary just one more time. Um, And if I do see hands raised, I'll I'll stop and um, we'll talk story. But otherwise, I want to point your attention to the dropit.club link that I posted um, in this room. It'll take you to a biography by Lina Machado of Lina Machado, not by, sorry, a biography of Lina Machado and um, her Spotify and iTunes music link if you want to check out more music. But I thank you again for joining me on a very niche topic, which is traditional Hawaiian music. and uh, I appreciate your presence again. Mahalo for your time. And, uh, aloha to all of you and your loved ones. Enjoy the music and raise your hand if you want to talk story. I'm just going to play music for now. This is going to be from Hawaiian Songbird. The name of the album, Hawaiian Songbird, Lina Machado l-e-n-a m-a-c-h-a-d-o and again it's available in the links for this room so let's listen to the album straight through these are in the public domain um versions of their arrangement may no longer be in the public domain but these songs definitely are so just an f-y-i enjoy to reset the room we are playing through um, without commentary the album Hawaiian Songbird by Lina Machado. Um, This is a spotlight on traditional Hawaiian music and uh, the artist and composer of these songs Lina Machado. Um, Check out the links if um, you're interested in having your own copy, or learning more about Linuma Machado. Aloha.
1: <laughs> Oli na, I only know
0: that brings us to the end of our presentation for tonight thank you very much for your time i hope you have a great night aloha melissa and leon we're gonna go ahead and end this room our traditional hawaiian spotlight was on lino machado and if you're last minute wanting to get in on the link, now's the best time because we're gonna end the room in a half a minute or so it's right there in the Drop It Club link above our heads here in the room. Thank you for joining us again at Traditional Hawaiian Spotlight, Lena Machado. And I hope you enjoyed some of her songs and compositions, and her own um, renditions and her own voice in her
1: song.